Good evening, everybody. Thanks for coming out to Club Garibaldi. Thanks for joining us for our first show back since last May. You guys are awesome. <laughs> We're uh, broadcasting uh, local live tonight from Club Garibaldi, 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview, and our uh, lovely guests are getting ready to play. Uh, we wanted to say first, welcome back to Club Garibaldi, tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSE. Is supported by a donation from Club Garibaldi, again located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Hi everyone, how's everyone doing? <laughs> uh, Club Garibaldi offers a full bar, burgers, wings, and more in addition to lots of local live events. More info at clubgaribaldi.com. Local Live is a production of WMSE Radio, broadcast tonight from Club Garibaldi. So, uh, my name is Matt, this is Aaron. Uh, thanks so much for having me, Aaron, by the of way. Course. This is very nice. I'm filling in for the esteemed Cal Roach tonight. Yes. Uh, where is Cal tonight? Is he uh, just parts unknown? I don't know. He's out, he's out doing something cool. Uh, he always does. I don't know. I'm sure it involves fish somehow. So, yes. without further ado, please give a warm welcome to tonight's musical guest, Mortgage Freeman.
Thank you. Yeah. Hey. All right. What <laughs> more do you want? Hello? Well, all right, all right, all right, right. Check, check, check the mic. Check, check mic. Yep. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, Morgan Freeman. What more could you want from a band? What more could you want? Could you, could you just keep doing that ending over and over like seven more times? Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. I think. Uh, it's all about it up to the audience. We need to start out. Uh, speaking of hamming it up, have each of you uh, introduce yourselves on the mic, and uh, maybe someone else in your band can say your name, so we can know who's all in the band. Sure. I'll go stage left to right. We got Dustin Cash on. On guitars. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm Treacy, MT. Yeah. Hi. I'm Chuck. I play the bass. In the back, we have Clark playing drums. And um, my name is Mike, and I play guitar. Me, my name Adam Gilmore. I play piano. Sing. All right, y'all. Uh, audience, if you have any questions for the band, there's no cards on your tables. Feel free to write some questions up. Someone already Ooh. has delivered a hot a. little more, missive the, to us. Yeah. The more personal and embarrassing, the better. Just, uh, <laughs> just let her rip. Hot seat. All right. Well, let's let's launch into some embarrassing questions. Um, actually, this one's not so embarrassing, but I did realize it's been four years since you guys played on Local Live uh, back in the day when it was uh, at Todd Weir Auditorium. And uh, are you guys pretty much the same Mortgage Freeman that we experienced four years ago? I'd say we've come a long way. Fun fact: that show was that your first or second show, Tracy? That was my first show, playing with Mortgage Freeman. And at the time, I was attending MSOE. So it was like, uh, it was just like this whole, it was beautiful. This whole <laughs> package. Are we the same people? Y yes, more or less. Uh, as a band, I feel like we have grown. Okay. Yeah. Come a long way. Yeah. So you, you all were tagged as being a prog band quite a bit um, back then. Does that still fit you? Are there more prominent sonic elements going on now than just plain old prog? We, I, recently, we recently added um, a word to the genre <laughs> that we feel that we embody even more. And I think it was theatrical prog. That's Theater what we're prog. getting to. Theater prog. Yeah. I think it's... Uh, oh, people like that. All that's right. how we've grown. Yeah. I'll buy that. Even more niche. We just... We find ourselves relying on a lot of uh, musical theater tropes. We rely on just as much now the music of people like Meatloaf and Elton John as we do, you know, the prog favorites, the heavy hitters like King Crimson or Early Yes. So, yeah, we've come a long way, but... And I mean, we, we still attack everything as the same people. We still have the same mindset going into our songwriting, going into our execution. Uh, we're prog at heart, but if people hear new things, it's great. I'm glad we've grown. <laughs> so what is your favorite uh, album, on, or what is your favorite song on Bad Out of Hell? Is it Paradise by the Dashboard Light, or, or is it uh, the other one that's really good? Um, <laughs> Oh, what is it? It's, it's escaping me right now. Um, you, took the, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. Well, and why is it that? I could, I, could, I could list them 
I'll, I could I could talk bad on that all. But really, if if people come across if we come across as Paradise by the Dashboard Light, I would be really happy with that just because it has that that narrative quality that uh, we really try and tell stories with our music. If we can tell as good of a story that Paradise by the Dashboard Light is as a story, which has one of the funniest endings of a story in a song, just hating your spouse for the rest of your life. Like, that's, that's funny to me. I find that a comedic story. It's fun. I hope that's not what happens in like our real lives, of course, but that story is gold. Um, so I hope we are as good of storytellers in that sense. And it has a, a live baseball call. Do you guys, do you, do you incorporate any euchre calls in your music? No, there's no euchre. There's a glaring euchre-shaped hole <laughs> in the Morgan Freeman walk. But I will say that our newest album does try and tell some stories with that kind of atmospheric uh, nuance where we're trying to we have certain love themes scattered throughout that take place at different times in different places. Uh, one takes place during a Guns N' Roses concert at Giant Stadium in 1988, and you hear the roar of the crowd, and sla like it's supposed to be Slash on guitar. And then there's another one that's in a guy's car in 1999, and you hear this very uh, tall Bachman, she's so high above me type song come on the radio while he's crying in his car and Stuff like that that atmosphere really I think adds a lot to uh, An audience member really trying to come to grips with what they're hearing and really enjoy themselves That sounds like the most incredible album I've ever heard in my life <laughs> Wow, well, it's coming out uh, in like a month and a half ish. We're, so. we're, yeah, we're we'll gonna get to that. Soon. We're gonna get to that. Do we have some audience questions? Do we want to do some right away? Actually, it ties into a question. I was gonna ask you about the whole like rock opera thing. Because back in the day when we did have you on that first time, you said you wanted to write a rock opera, and uh, someone in audience land also wanted to know: Are you going to write one, and what would it be called? So you have to give a title to the thing you just described. It's, it's it, it was done, it was called Time Lords, and it drew a lot on Doctor Who uh, type of mysticism. There's one song that we wrote that was good enough that we were like, all right, we can make this work for the new album. We didn't finish the entire rock opera itself, but that one song is one we're gonna be ending with tonight. It's called Outer Planets, and um, oh, we got some fire notes. <laughs> Uh, but that's the one song that we were like, well, if this is the last album we make, we got to make sure people at least hear that song. And if we can still finish the whole opera, great, but that song's got to get out there. Okay. This sounds like the most amazing song I've ever heard in my life. That <laughs> <laughs> wow, new fan, new fan. Totally on board. Um, do, do, we, do we have some audience questions? Or, uh... we, we have a bunch. Yeah, we... I have a pile. Oh, a pile. Let's, let's get to one more. Um, someone out there wants to know, do you all write the music you play? Which I'm guessing is more of like, is the whole group involved in the writing process? Short answer, yes. Okay. There's a, there's, I could go on and on about like our songwriting process. I mean, Sometimes it's Tracy, myself, my, everybody here has brought something to the table at some point that we all try and grow out. Uh, I will say the most common thing we do is we finish the song and then say, okay, how do lyrics work? How do we say things that convey 
Because when we write a song, we've said everything we wanted to say with the music, in my personal opinion. That gets the whole point across. And they're like, okay, how can lyrics support that? How can we keep saying what we're saying without saying the same thing? If that makes any sense. Totally. <laughs> but yes, in the end, it's written by all of us. You know, at first it's one of us, by the end it's all of us, kind of thing. Should we talk about, talk about the new record? You guys kind of alluded to it. Now, your last album, correct me if I'm wrong, came out about five years ago. Is that right? That is correct. And the one before that was five years, too? So, No, what, it was one year before Right, that. yeah, it kind of oh, wow. stacked one right on top of the other. <laughs> so it's been five years, so my question is, what's the deal? What's going on? Where's the new album? So I think that, I think that one thing we've kind of talked about is that individually we are all changing um, we got people getting married people buying houses people just going through huge life changes and people I selling think that houses. people selling houses buying condos <laughs> yeah it's crazy and I think that's been another thing that has kind of uh, not really slowed down the album making process but just you know kind of yeah, I, do, I feel like we wanted to take our time this time around. I do feel like those first two, we were really excited about the music, and we just went for it, and it came out, and it was great and everything. Um, but I felt like this time around, we, we really wanted to take our time and do something that we were super, super proud of and um, happy with and like showed us in our growth as a band. Um, so anytime we thought we were getting close, it felt like we just got that much farther away. I don't know if you guys felt that, but... Also, another thing that might have uh, added to the time, uh, in the last five years, we've been in four different recording studios. So, um, you know, once we're in a new setting doing more recording, uh, there are certain things that we have to re-record, you know, because things sound different in different rooms. And, um, so that was another kind of a real bump. Have you been doing some work in uh, Silver City for the, for the new oh, record, yeah. is that right? That, that's where 90 to 95% of this album was recorded. All right. Chuck, Chuck, do you know of anything that isn't in Silver City for this new album? I, uh, I think the first single we released, Patterns. Uh, Patterns, was done before we went there. But as we've been changing things and getting further away as we think we're getting closer, <laughs> We've redone things at Silver City, uh, and it's we continue to. Except now we're done. So these are a lot of songs you've been kind of kicking around for a, for a little bit. Uh, not yeah. something or you, you're not coming into you know the studio and you know kind of writing on the fly. This this is stuff that's been around for a while. Oh yeah, and and we do take our time. We we typically do one to two pieces of a song at a time, you know, I'll come in and just lay down keyboards, you know, when I'm available, and that's another thing of six people balancing schedules while you're recording, you just record whoever's available that Thursday night, oh, we've got Tracy and Mia, it looks like we're doing vocals, okay. Um, I think at this point, we've played every single track from the new album in a live setting, but we have saved a one-two punch uh, for when we release it at that live show that we have not played and we're really excited to play, but we're holding off until the last, last moment. We've, we've done that before. We've done that before. We've done album release shows where we saved specific songs so we had a big gaggle of personnel on stage to, to nail it. All right, you guys. Um, 
we're gonna like mix it up and throw it back to some songs because that's how we roll here is like song, interview, song, interview. So you guys have two that you're going to play in a row for us we'll next? We'll off the new album. Okay. Uh, can you tell me, can you lead us into the next one you're going to play? Okay, the next one's called I'm Good. And this is, um, kind of speaks to the, the main theme of the album is we wanted to do a breakup album like Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill, but Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Um, that was a big inspiration for me. Lake for the Sky by Jackson Brown was another big uh, breakup feel influence for me. So I'm Good is a breakup song, and then the next one, Above and Beyond, is also a breakup song. And I'm Good is more about like, you know, when you're just like, I'm done, I'm good, it's over, I'm done, I'm good. And then the other one, Above and Beyond, is just, it's also like, I'm good, but I couldn't write that song again, so I, it's called Above and Beyond instead. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Once again, give it up for Mortgage Freeman. We're broadcasting live from Club Garibaldi tonight for Local Live. <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you, Mortgage Freeman. That was Ooh. awesome. <laughs> All right. If you're tuning into WMSC right now, you're listening to Local Live with Mortgage Freeman, who are rad. <laughs> uh, and uh, I think I wanted to point out, you know, you guys have earned a, rep a reputation for your live performances more so than your recordings because your live performances are totally dope. And um, <laughs> are there any uh, particular visual elements you plan to incorporate into your like actual recorded release to amp up things and really bring it to life? You know, give it that live performance treatment. A big part of that was vocal delivery for this new album, focusing on opening up, taking a step back from the mic and really belting it, and seeing how that sounds. You know, bouncing a lot of different vocal ideas off the wall is a big part of trying to bring that to life. That's something that I always wanted more out of listening to the earlier albums, thinking, man, we could, there's a hundred different ways I could have tried singing that or tried doing something. But um, that's that's what we, I guess I personally focus on. I don't know about how you guys feel. I, I agree. That's all. That, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> we are in agreement. Yeah, that's there's great. so much happening in the music already. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's it is Prague, that element of Prague, where you're on an adventure and you might be in, diff in five different environments within a song. So, I mean, the sound is really something to try to focus on. I mean, we didn't even have lyrics on half the first album, so if that says anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, vo the vocals, it goes beyond just being a part. They really got to compete. They got to fight for their place in battle dome, you know? So <laughs> any, any ideas for this release that you're, you're doing with like the actual like album artwork, jacket, like anything kind of? We got band outfits for the first time ever. We, were, we just buckled up and committed. Uh -huh. We bought uh, nurse's shoes, surprise, bought surprise, chef surprise, pants. Surprise, surprise. It's already in the, you posted oh, yeah. the pictures online, but there's no surprise. We've seen them, we've seen we them. Bought, we bought nurse shoes, we bought chef pants, and we bought golf shop polos. So it's real, a real blue-collar look to our uniform. It's kind of got a high school jazz band look to it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we were going for. Perfect. Which... That's the last time I was in any kind of professional <laughs> outfit. So, yeah, that makes you know, that makes, that makes I, sense. I, I was going to ask you all if you were Old in, babes. or were you in high school jazz band? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Big deal. I was in a Big bunch deal. of Wisconsin jazz bands. Oh, yeah. So, you know, rewind like 15 years or whatever, and you are in high school jazz band. Would you have seen yourself in a band like Mortgage Freeman? Absolutely. Cool. 110%. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I didn't play guitar yet, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say no. You know? Tracy's the, Tracy's the, lone, the lone out there. Yeah, yeah. And I was uh, a huge fan of alt rock and kind of ambient alternative rock. Those brand so, 80s albums. Yeah, yeah these guys got me into the hardcore stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't make it gross. Cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, was a so I was a sophomore in Eau Claire Memorial High School, and we went to the Mabel Tainter Theater in Menominee, and we saw The Bad Plus play from one of their early albums, and I knew, I was like, that's that prog element. I need that in my life. And uh, really committed right then and there. The Bad Plus was a big part of that. Now everything's kind of falling into place for me. <laughs> that yep. makes total sense. Bad Plus is awesome. So. Yes, we are all we are all big fans. Mm. 
I feel like right now it's time for a, kind of a, we're just gonna run through some audience questions because we got some really nice ones here. So it's gonna be a, a one right after the other. So here we go. Favorite gas station snack? Not pulled pork. No. Oh, no. It's or gas station sushi, something to look out for. Don't. Especially if it's Sunday, because that wasn't delivered in the last, like, two days, at least. Muddy Buddies. Muddy Buddies are good. Um, All right, here's a real, uh, here's a real involved combos, one. Combos, any combos. The band lands themselves in a real Lord of the Flies type situation. <laughs> who is your Ralph, and who is your Piggy? Piggy's the one that got the boulder dropped on him, right? Am I, I'll take, am I remembering that? I'll take Piggy, let's be honest. <laughs> The rest, honestly, the rest of the band's Ralph. And then I'm Pete. And I get a boulder down. Now, here's one that was a very nice question, I think. And uh, even though some of you have mortgages now and you work long hours, after 10 plus years, what motivates you to find time to play together? Because um, I think before we're bandmates, Oh gosh, it's gonna be cheesy. Uh, we're, we're, friends, we're friends before we're bandmates, so when we're getting together, it's, it's, it's a good time because we're friends, you know? I don't, I don't want to get too juicy or cheesy with it, but... We love each other. We do love each other. You gotta love people a lot to spend like six hours of your very busy week with them. So it help, the love helps for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we all like playing music uh, as well, so... That helps. <laughs> I, I think you had mentioned it too before that scheduling and you know personal lives have changed over the years. I mean, how difficult is it to just get together to play like let's say this show tonight? I mean, do a lot. You know, is there a lot of moving around on individual schedules? Is it, is it tough? How is it? My work schedule was tough today. I know Clark. Clark is a kegger for Lakefront Brewery, and that usually runs him pretty late. If you're if you're drinking Lakefront beer off the tap somewhere in the world, there's a 50-50 chance he put it in that tap. <laughs> Woo, give it up. God bless you, um, sir. God bless you. I would say we're a once-a-week get-together kind of group. Uh, if we have a show coming up, we'll, we'll, we'll try to do two in a week. Um, but um, our godsend over here, Chuck Zink, uh, he's done a lot of the recording and mixing. In fact, almost all of it. I think all of it. I'll just say all of it. Um, so he'll spend some time, you know, on his own time doing stuff as well. So we appreciate that. Yeah, what you see live is, is a band effort, but really the, the glue is Chuck. He records everything. He mixes everything. He is a dog. <laughs> but these guys make the time to come every week, uh, whether it's Mike and Clark or Adam and Tracy or me and Dustin doing whatever. Uh, they're always every week. It's been very consistent for the time we haven't put out this album. We've been pretty much getting together every week. I know the listeners can't see this, but we're all just shaking hands and high-fiving right now. <laughs> just smiling and just like and patting up each other on the back. It's great. Super lovey-dovey up here. I know, I know you can't see it at home either, but, but Chuck, you are wearing a Michael Nesmith and the First National Band t-shirt. I am, yes. And my God, thank you. <laughs> Magnetic South. It's uh, one of the greats, one of the lost uh, greats. Red Rhodes on that uh, pedal steel. That's right, yeah, pedal. It makes you feel things. <laughs> Speaking of feeling things. Should we do a couple more songs? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's do it. So we, we thought long and hard about what we want to do. We haven't been on 
done for four years. So we decided to pull two from the first album, two that we did on Local Live. I don't know that the first one, San Antonio, I don't think we did it the same way we do it now. We changed the way we play this song over the years. Might not be the same. And the it's other just song, a, it's sexier is what it is. Sexier is what it is. And then the other one, Day in the Night, this was the first song that Tracy had to learn all the vocals in less than a week for the first time. She's had a, like a, <laughs> a little bit more time this, I don't think we've played it since that show. Right. So we're, so we popped it on her again. And so hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully way to throw the spotlight on me for that. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, the first one's called, uh, it's originally called San Antone, but now we call it Slow Tone. Slow Tone. And then um, the, the second track is called uh, Day in the Night. And the Day in the Night, quick shout out to Pat and Jim Gilmore if they're listening. This is based off their favorite movie that they showed me, 1987, Lady Hawks, starring the late Rucker Howard. Every lyric yeah, from this song is taken out of the script from Lady Hawk. But that's, that's because nice. that's how I wrote songs in that's, 2010. That's <laughs> Oh man, we are just hitting all those sweet spots with Matt today. I'm loving it. Okay, first one.
Thank you.
making them sweat. All right, Mortgage Freeman, you've been racking out so hard that we're like nearly done with our hour of local live, <laughs> which is amazing, but sad. Uh, so I know you've got a couple songs you wanted to play for your set uh, to bow out, right? We got, we got, one, we got one more. <laughs> which song were you going to play? Okay. Before we do that, should we should we sort of sign off to send everyone out, or which? It's, it's a it's a it's a doozy of a song. We're gonna go over that hour with the song, so we should say goodbye now. Okay. Okay. Well, we're gonna ask you a couple more questions before we jump into your final song of the night. Sounds good. <laughs> um, well, tell us tell us about the new album. Let's yeah. let's hear more about it. Do, do you have a date? Do you have a name? What do we know? What don't we know? It's coming out. Do you have a date when it comes out? Uh, it'll come out in October, and we're uh, working out the release show date to be early November. Uh, um, you can, but you can find us now. We finally got all our stuff on streaming, so if you go to iTunes, Spotify, if you're Pandora, yeah. if you stream, you can find Morgan Freeman now, finally. As of, as of today. So yeah. our first two albums went up for streaming today, which is really cool, because we've never had that, and we didn't do that before. Um, but the new album is going to be called It's All a Wash. And it's, uh, like I said, it's going to be our breakup album in the jagged little pill type of breakup album kind of vein. That's what we were going for. Perfect fall album. So yeah, if you, if you follow us on the social medias, we'll, we'll tell you when those exact dates are soon. Uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. This sounds like the most amazing album I've ever heard. Mortgage Freeman, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, thank let's. You, we're gonna hear. We're gonna hear one more. Uh, but uh, you know, should we? Should we say good night here? Yeah. Aaron? Should we? We should make it official. Bit of do. Yes. Uh, well, let's do it then. Uh, tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSE is supported by a donation from Club Garibaldi, located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Club Garibaldi offers a full bar, burgers, wings, and more, in addition to lots of live events. More info at clubgaribaldi.com. Local Live is a production of WMSC Radio broadcast tonight from Club Garibaldi. Go figure. Please uh, give a hand once again and uh, to, the, to the incredible, to the one, to the only, Mortgage Freeman. Amazing. And also, real quick, want to let you know, Local Live is produced by me and Cal Roach, who is not here. And we've got special guest co-host tonight from Matt Wild of Matt Wild from Milwaukee Record. Just give him a big hand. He's been really great. No, you don't have to do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. But thanks anyway. And also tonight's segment was engineered by Billy Cicerelli, who you can't see. He's hard at work in the basement here. And assistance from Club Garibaldi. Sam is behind the board tonight. Uh, all a video by Moleskin Productions. Thanks again to Mortgage Freeman, the great crowd, and everyone at Club Garibaldi. Next week, we got Haunter on live. So tune in at 6 again for Local Live. And Mortgage Freeman, you want to introduce your final song of the night? This last one's called Outer Planets. It's the Lost Time Lords track for our, the new album. This goes out to Matt Wilde and all the new Mortgage Freeman fans out there listening. <laughs> <laughs>
Extraordinary day 